0: You know, with people who really have this natural inclination toward healing or being of service to others, there's typically some kind of either illness or some kind of health or wellness issue or some kind of, you know, panic, anxiety, something that comes like a dark night of the soul that launches them on their journey. And I I feel like that archetypal energy, that healer energy we have these experiences because it teaches us to have a lot of compassion. It really teaches us what it feels like to be incongruent with who you are and what you want to be doing. And it really helps us in our work.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another beautiful episode of Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, I am your host, Lauren Chalantani, and this is a show you learn how your body And emotions are not in the way they are leading the way. And today we are talking with the beautiful Erica Laura. She is an intuitive healer and channel who has helped countless women erase rooted beliefs or traumatic experiences, holding them back and realize their life's purpose. She runs a popular online membership community for women who wish to receive healing and routinely clear limiting beliefs called the womb. And she also helps many teachers in the personal growth industry when they become stuck or blocked, when their normal tools just don't seem to work. I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that. She was born and raised in Northern Vermont. Erica was a psychic child who also started studying metaphysics at the age of 13 and offering tarot readings professionally at 15. As a healer, she has lived and worked in all over the US as well as in New Zealand and has spent from and went from being broke and homeless to manifesting her six-figure healing practice erica's trained and accredited in psychic channeling spiritual response therapy past life clearing theta healing and is also a certified angel intuitive welcome to the show erica there's so much i want to ask just from that bio at 15 oh my gosh
0: Thank you. It's so great to be here. I'm so excited to be speaking with you today.
1: Uh, Me too. Me too. I think I love connecting with such beautiful souls to just come into my life to be able to come on this podcast and get to know you and your energy. And it's like, I, I love hearing everybody's heroine's journey of how they got into this work, but it sounds like for you, this started earlier in life, right? Right after puberty, 15 years old, just jumping on in. So give us, you know, the abridged version, but what was that process like from going to that point in your life to apparently somewhere in the middle homeless to now? Right? There's there's, there's some there's some leaps here. The six figure beautiful business helping people.
0: It was a twisty path for sure. So I I really did feel very drawn to Um, metaphysics, psychics, astrology, runes, tarot, all these things when I was around 12, 13 years old and started to study, uh, read books. Um, One of my, you know, one of the pivotal books that I read at that time is called All Women Are Healers by Diane Stein. And it sort of really opened my mind that there's this thing that people can do. And um, it's a possibility. And as I moved through school and as I did tarot readings and as I continue to do tarot readings through college, what happened for me is actually, I got really frustrated with the work because when you work with someone over a a long period of time, a year, three years, five years, some people I had been doing readings for for seven years, they really stuck with me. Um, What you notice is that people have patterns that tend to play out in their life. So it'll be, you know, a new boyfriend, but it's like the same guy, or they'll move to a new place, but the same types of things start happening that happened in their last location. And so I knew when I was doing readings that I was bringing through really good information, but I felt like I wasn't affecting enough of a change. And so I kind of gave it up, really. I thought, all right, I'm an adult now. I have to be out in the world. I need to get a real job, quote unquote, real job. And I started to work in corporate environments. And that was actually very purposeful. And it was actually, when I look back on it, I realized that There were a lot of great skills that I learned through being in those types of environments. However, wherever I went, people would just start asking me for my opinion about their life or let me run something by you. Tell me what you get intuitively. So I feel like when this is your path, you can't avoid it if you try. It's like all all roads keep leading to the same place. And that's really what happened for me. However, what really nudged me onto the path of healing was I started getting panic attacks. So I'm working in a corporate environment, downtown Boston, in the financial district with my high heels and my business suit. And I would be on the train in the morning in the subway, and I would start to get panic attacks. And I'd have to get off the train and sit by the side of the platform and collect myself. And it was the message that you're not doing what you're here to do. You're not in the right, you're not on the right path right now. And so I eventually went on vacation, went to Florida on vacation, visited my mom and woke up one morning and heard this voice, you know, this message in my head, you have to go to this metaphysical bookstore. You have to go, you have to go today. You have to go right now. So I said, okay, mom, let's go. We're going to go to this metaphysical bookstore. I'd never been there. Um, I, I just got the feeling, this is the place I have to go. And I went, walked in, they were doing this big open house and all these healers there, they were doing this beautiful little festival. And I walked in and there was a woman standing maybe six feet in from the front door. I walked right up to her, started to have a conversation with her, took her card. And it wasn't until a year later, I went back to Florida and actually did a session with her. And I felt so different. I felt so altered. I actually felt like someone changed my physical vision. My physical vision felt clearer. And I thought right there, this is the work that I'm interested in. This is the work that I want to do because it was moving energy, clearing programs, clearing those patterns that I mentioned earlier that I saw coming up with my tarot clients. And so I thought this is actually affecting a change. And I continue to work with her, went back to Boston still in the old job, but I continued to work with her, you know, maybe once or twice a month for about six months, and then went and did a healing class with her. And that launched me on my journey of doing what I'm doing now. So it has been an interesting journey for sure. Interesting path. Uh,
1: I had a, yeah, <laughs> I had to laugh because that's what launched me on my journey too, was anxiety and panic attacks going into the corporate world. And my body and spirit were like, no, 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 this is not, this is not your path. Right. And it happened for me actually during my college graduation, because everything I've shared this multiple times on the show, but everything to that point was to be the good girl to become that version that society, my family wanted me to be and then it was like okay it's here now what and then now looking back it's like it's because that wasn't me I you know spent that whole first 20 you know years of my life preparing for this that what you know it wasn't me but that that's exactly what launched me into all of this too and it's
0: it'll wake you up for sure just you know with people who really have this natural inclination toward healing or being of service to others, there's typically some kind of either illness or some kind of health or wellness issue, or some kind of, you know, panic anxiety, something that comes like a dark night of the soul that launches them on their journey. And I I feel like that archetypal energy, that healer energy we have these experiences because it teaches us to have a lot of compassion. It really teaches us what it feels like to be incongruent with who you are and what you want to be doing. And it really helps us in our work. We don't want to necessarily have this to be to be a sustained thing, but when we experience it, it helps us to have that empathy, that compassion, that understanding for people when they come to us in a state of disarray or pain or even trauma. So it, it's very purposeful, but I'm happy that I was able to move through it and move forward for sure.
1: I agree. I agree. I yeah, there were many mornings I did I, I drove to work every day and yeah, sometimes I had to pull over the uh, same thing. It's just, yeah, it, it's all it's all consuming. it's crippling. and to be able to have that experience, you right to hold the space for other people is so powerful. And what I have also found, and maybe this resonates with you or the listeners is like all of that energy, you know, having an anxiety attack or anxiety, there's a lot of energy there.
0: Yeah.
1: Just realize like, if that's that much energy waking you up, think about if you can harness that and you actually transmuted and, and really learned to work with your energy, thinking how powerful you really are. And that perspective shift kind of helped me start to climb that emotional ladder out of it. Because yes. in anxiety, for me, there was a lot of victimhood, right? And very low vibrational stuff too, that was trying to shake up. But right. once I really was like, oh wow, okay, my my body is, this is happening for me. Okay, cool. That's really powerful. What wait, maybe I'm re- okay. Maybe I am really powerful. And it kind of helped me start to gain that momentum as I started on that journey. Um, still pretty lost, but, you know, trying to find my way.
0: <laughs> it's definitely a process yes. When you live, um, when you choose to really step into your path, that's just the beginning, right? Because then once you actually step into it, um, sometimes the next step is you have to deprogram all of these faulty and limiting beliefs about, all healers are broke. You can't make any money doing this work. Um, it's not safe for me to be seen. So many healers, intuitives have the old witch wound or the old persecution wound, where unconsciously they remember all these lifetimes where they were doing the work and they were harmed, and so there can be a lot of trepidation and blocks to actually being out there, being seen for your work, and so that's kind of like the next level of healing as you're walking the path or the journey. And I've been fortunate to get to work with a lot of different healers and coaches to help release those wounds so that they can really shine and do their work in the world.
1: Beautiful. And I just have to share that the witch room came up for me this morning, I actually woke up with anxiety. And I was like, all right, why is it you know, I kind of working with it, you know, I'm very familiar with healing this witch wound. And And um, I just had to really work with myself and talk with that part of me. And it's, it's powerful when you can realize like, okay, that I have the opportunity to really heal and to love myself, that I have control over this, but also to not force anything. Right. For me, it was like, okay, I know where this is coming from. I know why this is coming up. And I also know I have a choice. Do I want this? Do, do i want to keep repeating the subconscious belief or do i want to you know start to continue to reprogram this in this very loving way so of course you came on the show today because it's always it never seems to amaze me the people where when everything gets scheduled it's like of course because this is what we're talking about <laughs> right.
0: yeah it's always a divine timing. yeah
1: always but i wanted to and we talk about the subconscious a lot on here but I wanted to hear your perspective on it, you know, we kind of, you, you touched a little bit on the witch wound and stuff, especially with healers, light workers who are coming here to help, you know, what are those ways that the mind really sabotages us and how, how do you help people really start to tune in and and address it and start to change it?
0: Yeah. Well, the first thing to recognize is the subconscious mind is really 97% of your mind, um, it's it's really the majority. It's what will determine the actions that you take or you do not take in your life. And so your subconscious mind is always projecting ahead, trying to figure out what's going to go wrong. Where am I unsafe? Where am I going to get stuck? Where Where is something bad going to happen to me? And so if we take a situation like somebody saying, you know, I can't take this corporate life anymore. I want to do, I want to study. I want to do the things that I'm really drawn to. And their mind is projecting ahead, thinking, okay, we could get, we could be broke. We could be destitute. We could lose everything. People are going to think I'm crazy. Nobody's going to understand. My family's going to think I'm nuts, right? There are all of these things that happen, but they happen in this unconscious, very quiet way. And so, how that will manifest is, oh, I had the money to take the class, but now something's manifested that's draining my money. It'll be very subtle. You might not recognize it. Um, It could be, um, oh, I forgot to sign up and now I missed the deadline. it'll be all these really weird, subtle ways, right, that the mind will pull you off course to keep you safe, to keep you protected. And then what we do is we rationalize it and say, oh, it just wasn't meant to be, or oh, maybe that was the wrong class, or oh, maybe that was the wrong teacher. But really, it's our, our, you know, this, this unconscious mind that's trying to derail us so that we stay in the safe known world. So I work with people a lot related to this, because when somebody Everybody comes to me for a session, they'll usually say, okay, these are the areas of my life that aren't really working. And this is what I really want to be doing, but I can't seem to get there. And the first things that we do are really have them use their body muscle test to find out what their subconscious believes. And we, we look at things like, you know, it's safe for me to be a healer. I'm allowed to be a healer. It's possible for me to be a healer. So what I've learned over the years is that your subconscious mind is kind of like a bridge to your soul records we have the ability to call up and remember past lives, key past lives. That's why we can do that when we you know, have a guided meditation or we are in a very relaxed state, we may remember some of these experiences. And so what I do with clients is we go back and we heal and resolve the unresolved emotional energies that are really still stuck in their being related to some of these past persecutions or unwanted experiences so that they're not dragging that around with them anymore, unconsciously projecting them onto what they want to do now. And it's really, it's actually, it's not a long arduous work. It just takes focus and it just takes honesty and it takes clarity about what you really want. Because once we define what we want, and we release the blocks to it, things actually move really smoothly. So it doesn't have to be this big, long, you know, five-year, seven-year process. It's just getting clear. And so that's usually for people where it's the most tricky. People have a difficulty um, determining or deciding what they really want. A lot of times they'll feel like, well, I know what I want, but I I don't think I can really have that. So I'm just going to choose something else that seems more possible more practical. So a big step, big initial step is getting really honest with yourself about what you want because you can actually have it and create it. Um it's just getting out of your own way, really. That's the work.
1: Yeah, I noticed that in myself, you know, especially the beginning of this journey or when, you know, you're trying to stay in the known and not jump into the unknown, it's like, okay, no, I don't want to feel like this. I know I don't want X, Y, Z in my life, but the, what do I really want? Like that scary, big, want dream. Sometimes it's hard to, I guess, focus on because of what you just said. It's because it's like, well, yeah, it's not really possible or whatever beliefs are coming up around mm-hmm. it. And the more you allow yourself to open up to the possibility. And for me, it's just like the, the emotions of it. Like yeah. how, how do I want to feel? And, and that's really helped me expand my own awareness on my own subconscious, the possibility of accepting more love, more groundedness, more abundance, whatever you want it to be. How does that feel in your body? And that's been so much of my process too. Is working with the subconscious, but then this thing that we walk around this lifetime with is like, we feel it all right. And, and how do we actually integrate that into, into our bodies? And I love what you said of tuning into you know, your past life or the Akashic record of maybe some other, like which wound stuff's coming up. And I know for me, that's totally coming up and, you know, healing through other traumas in, in my life, um, lower chakra stuff, sacral stuff, root stuff, you know, it's like, I would be doing this healing work. And it's like, I feel like I had some type of a trauma, but I didn't this lifetime. And it's like, I started on where did this happen? And I'm like, well, maybe it's a past life. And I'm like, okay, even if I don't know where this trauma originated from, it doesn't mean I can't heal it. I can't love this. I can't learn to you know, embody the wisdom underneath it. So, for me there's just this huge balance but i love the work that you do is because it balance it it gives you the power it's not i'm victim to this past life it's let's go to the subconscious root no matter where it came from in order to clear and to heal and to and to embody more of who we really really are so very long-winded response there but i know we talked off air about maybe doing a mini clearing for the audience on wishy wallace radio i feel like this could be a perfect opportunity maybe for you to tune in see what's coming up here
0: that's great i love it yeah what i'm going to do so for the audience i am working with a pendulum and a bunch of charts And what I'm going to do is start with a little prayer, connect in, I'm going to connect to the group consciousness of your audience, Lauren, and we're going to see what's coming up for everybody, what needs to be released. So this is just a little mini clearing. So I'm just going to close my eyes for a moment, just take a breath. So I would like to call upon and invoke or bring forth the very highest vibration of source energy, which is love. To step into this clearing for Lauren's audience, past, present, future, I'd like to ask that all of the beings who are working with us come forward with ease that any negative or limiting themes, challenges, choices, or programs that need to be cleared, cleared easily and effortlessly And so it is. So, first thing I want to do is connect my high self committee or the primary group of beings working with me with listeners' high self committees. And I want to know if I'm working with myself, listeners' high self, or both. Both. Does anyone have blocks to receiving or benefiting from this healing? They do. So, let's look at what everyone's holding. There's an energy of avoidance of self, despair failure, energies of paranoia, hardship, disappointment held on self because of judgment. And there's an energy here of resentment held on self relative to life, meaning and purpose. So some of you in the audience have a block here to really stepping into alignment with your purpose, your life meaning. And so what's the primary energy blocking that's all related to fear, fear and anxiety. So let's go ahead and release this for everyone who's listening. And then I want to know one more time, anybody else have locks to receiving or benefiting? No. So if we look at the group consciousness of this audience, I want to ask how many lifetimes we're looking at where these listeners believe they were hurt, harmed, killed, persecuted for doing their work in the world. So we're talking about hundreds of thousands of lifetimes coming up. The unresolved emotional energy that everyone is holding from these experiences is exhaustion. Exhaustion, 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 avoidance, energies of depression, suffering, programs of rejection of self, and overwhelm. In fact, we're going to take that a step further because there are some vows, contracts, oaths, agreements, or obligations that some of you are holding to reject yourself so you never step on that pathway again and you avoid any type of possibility of harm or persecution. So what I want to know is, is this enough to clear and resolve the lifetimes, the programs, all of the energies? Let's do it now. If we look at this theme of the witch wound, what do we really need to clear or resolve for this audience? I want to clear everyone's blocks to supportiveness, clear your blocks to freedom in this life, and clear blocks to confidence. So what I'm hearing is we just want to take a little step back because a lot of you have a negative association with being in a physical body in the first place. And then there's a negative association with being on this planet. So listeners positive toward being in a physical body is zero, negative is over 100. So what is everyone holding on being in a body? Panic, 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 avoidance, helplessness, blame, insanity, exhaustion, hardship, energies of self-limitation, self-sabotage, and defeat. So let's release this. So one of the things that's really important from my perspective in healing is to really bring my clients into alignment with this understanding that we're not here to suffer and struggle. We're not here to go through more endless hardship. We're here to get into alignment with our highest expression and that we can have a joyful time doing that. So let's just download everyone with the highest perspective, understanding definition of what it is to be in a physical body. We're going to bring in the positive soul quality of determination, comfort, health, creativity, peace and love of self. And what I'm also hearing to do is I want to activate everyone's youth and vitality chromosomes. To what degree is that done? Anything else we need to look at. And so any place else where anyone is holding a block to enjoying can being connected to um, loving their physical body. And so everyone's positive toward being on this planet is zero And negative is over 100. So let's look at what you're holding on being on this planet. Avoidance, 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 helplessness, energies of persecution, rejection, rage, brutality, spiritual suicide. So some of you believe that being on this planet is actually a punishment. And so I want to clear and resolve that with ease. What else am I clearing related to that? Let's clear energies of avoidance of other people, avoidance of the planet. Let's clear addictions to being isolated. And so this is sometimes how people cope when they're running these unconscious beliefs. They'll stay very isolated. They'll say, oh, I'm just an introvert. I don't really like to be around a lot of people, but actually what's going on is there's a feeling of, I don't belong here. I'm not really safe here. I'm three steps away from people discovering who I really am. And they're going to come to my door with pitchforks and torches. And so we want to bring in the understanding that that's not where you are any longer. You don't have to experience that. And so what do we need to bring in for everyone related to being on this planet? Let's bring in freedom. Let's bring in unconditional love, relaxation, order, energies of supportiveness and wisdom. So if we look at this group consciousness now, their positive toward being in a physical body is 100%, negative is zero. Positive toward this planet is 100%, negative is zero. The last thing I want to look at is where do where does everyone believe that they're here alone without any spiritual support? There's a block here to feeling empowered, Uh, There's a block to supportiveness. There's a block to the positive expression of playfulness in your life, love, listening, and energies of miracles. So let's clear and release all of these blocks. And let's download everyone's being with all information, wisdom, light, and understanding regarding how to receive support, how to acknowledge or know that they're being supported. And so let's download the positive expression of success, trusting yourself trusting your non-physical team and let's bring in unconditional love is there anything else that this group needs is there anything more to do so let me apply the mop-up list let's clear the nine stacks of additional charts that are in spirit that are not in the physical and i just want to thank everyone who is working with us bringing forth light releasing any darkness limitation or fear and so it is
1: there we go. Oh, beautiful. Oh my gosh. I'm just sitting back here, just taking it all in. Thank you so much, Eric. Uh, That was, that was, yeah. And of course, of course, a lot of the programs that I have been coming up for me, of course, because my listeners resonate is what we cleared and what we need to embody. And it's like the past two years, like all of that is what I've been working on. I'm like. Every single thing, and it just—it never ceases to amaze me because we're all connected, right? It's an all divine timing. So thank you for offering that to to all of us today, because I know it's going to benefit so many people listening.
0: Oh, my pleasure! It's so great to release just even those basic blocks when there's an internal resistance to even being here in the first place how are you going to create with ease right there's always going to be this feeling it's like you know pulling you know teeth it's like so hard when we want to move all of that out of the way it's like we want to plow the road ahead of you so you can experience more ease more joy doesn't have to be so difficult
1: Hey, freaking man i mean it, if that's not just like yeah in the show there mic drop it does not have to be so difficult it can be i mean like my mantra that i've had on a post-it note for years is this is easy this is simple and this is fun just every area of my life it can it can be simple easy and fun and that's right. it's our choice but yeah. Uh, thank you. So I feel so much better. I'm like, okay, get back to focus in my body now, Lauren, interview mode here. Um, so I wanted to hear, we, we've got about 10-15 minutes left of the show. I wanted to talk more about um, your community called The Womb, which first of all, love that name. Thank um, you. What we kind I of briefly, you know, described it in your intro, your bio, what all can people expect out of this beautiful community? What what does it entail,
0: etc.? So the womb came to me. Um, the idea for the womb came to me back when I was working in corporate world because I would go to work, and I think my poor employers, right? That my first probably two, three hours of the day was just going online and reading any channeled information, any astrology information, anything I could find about sort of like what's going on now. And I always wanted to have a space for people to kind of come and hang out and feel like they're receiving something. So what we do in the womb is I do a weekly energy clearing for the group, just kind of like what I did now, but longer. And then every full moon uh, we do a full moon live clearing on Zoom. So again, I'm, I talk about the astrology of what's going on at the time, the influences that we're working with. And then I create a clearing for everyone based on those themes. And then we also have what are called daily downloads. So I do um, these little downloads for people daily where we're helping to reprogram your subconscious mind. And so they have access to the full library of all of those daily downloads, all of the current and past clearings. I have a client recently who said, I'm loving the womb so much because what I do is I go on into the database of all the clearings you've done. And I just use my intuition and I just blindly pick one. And whenever I listen to it, I find that it's exactly what I needed for the day. So it's just meant to be there to really support everyone with clearing work, particularly for people who feel like, you know, maybe they can't afford to work with me as much as they'd like. They have another resource there to move energy. And that's what it's all about.
1: Oh, I mean, I can, I, you just by the name, the womb, like just how supportive and loving and connected to source like that just feels for me, just hearing that name. It just beautiful, mm, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: yeah. For sure.
1: Was there anything else you wanted? to feel called to talk about? I know we've kind of talked a lot about subconscious clearing. Was there anything you feel called to talk about?
0: Yeah, you know, what I just wanted to mention was, you know, from the perspective of spiritual healing, 99% of what you're experiencing now is a continuation of themes of what you've experienced previously. So all the people in your life, we call this cast of characters in your life, everyone that's there, you've known them before, you've met them before, you're coming back together. And so, you know, a lot of the work that I do with people is we'll look at these experiences that maybe you would feel are limiting or unwanted in some way. And what we really want to do is look at what is it that you're learning from that? So, you know, let's take an experience where you are doing work that you can't stand. (laughs) And you're in a career and you think, I don't know if I could do another month of this. I really need to make a change. I really want to do something, you know, that's different or that's more in alignment with my soul's calling. What we want to look at is, you know, do, does your subconscious mind believe that it's even safe for you to do that? Do, do you believe that you're allowed to make a change? But sometimes some of the other things that can come up for people is sometimes you can have soul agreements with people that you work with to stay with them. So some of the things that I'll do in a session is look at, do you have old vows, contracts, agreements, or oaths to stay connected to the people that you're working with now? Because on some level, You've been a healer for them many times before, and unbeknownst to you, you're actually holding space for them. Some of the other things that can block people in moving forward and being successful is that we can have memories of old vows of poverty. We can still be holding vows of poverty, vows of austerity. If you're having trouble with dating, you may still be holding old vows of chastity or old vows of celibacy, believe it or not. You may also, on some level, believe that you're actually married to God, which comes from old lifetimes where you were in spiritual service. So that can be another thing that I release for people, especially when somebody shows up and they say, I haven't dated for like five years. I feel like it's a desert out there. I can't seem to connect with anyone. Usually, there will be a subconscious belief that they're already married or they're still married to a past partner, even if they were never married. So, your soul, your subconscious mind can believe that you're actually still married to your ex. And so, therefore, you're not available to date. And so, you'll never seem to find anyone. So, these old beliefs or these subconscious beliefs connected to our past lives have a very dramatic impact on what we'll even perceive is available to us. It really can create a massive shift in our point of attraction when we release that stuff. It's amazing. And, you know, it works. It's kind of continuous because I'll tell you in my own experience that I had so many blocks to being seen for my work. It took over a year to get my first website up. And, you know, it wasn't obvious, right? Because what happened was I chose the web designer who couldn't get their act together. And so it didn't feel like it was me. It felt like it was her. But it really was a perfect match to my own blocks. And so as I moved forward and I became more successful and my practice grew, then what happens is, you know, you hit a, your own glass ceiling. So you'll hit these moments where you're breaking through some of your own goals. And you'll have this moment, it's it feels like a little step backwards. So for example, I had an experience where I did a a podcast and I got booked like four months out. And that was, a, of course, that's a wonderful thing, right? Every business owner would want to be booked out that way. However, what happened for me was it brought up all this anxiety. It was like, oh my gosh, all these people are waiting. Some of them are waiting two months, three months. And I ended up getting sick. And it was like this health crash, right? Because I had all these beliefs that were bubbling up about what it meant to keep people waiting or what it meant to be booked out. It was, you would have thought that everyone was physically lined up outside my front door waiting to meet with me. And I had all this pressure, but that's what it felt like energetically. So I had to do a lot of my own belief work. So once you start down the road, of working with and um, identifying and releasing limiting beliefs, it really opens your eyes to how much is actually there that you're unaware of. And there are ways for you to identify that. So when I teach my clients how to muscle test their beliefs, it's like you have this new skill. You have the keys to the castle now. So you can find out what you're really believing about something and what's really going on. So you don't have to guess, you don't have to, you know, be sitting there wondering you can really find out and then we can change it so that you're actually in alignment with your highest good. And that's really the point. So I just wanted to throw that out there as well, because we, you know, we're, we're very complicated and complex. And so when you have the ability to go in and examine all of this unseen stuff it's so liberating and empowering and that's what i love about it
1: Ah, oh, beautiful thank you for sharing all that and you know the the theme of my show and my mission is really your body is leading the way and that's another way to, to empower you muscle testing i mean I was just thinking my, my friend who's a chiropractor, that's what he does too, as he's adjusting you too, you know, it, and it's like, just continue to muscle test. I remember when I first learned about it and my friend showed me it and he handed me, I held a bag of sugar for, and then I held um, like a little box of strawberries and you can actually test like what is better for your, like, it was amazed me. My just instantly your body just will, it'll tell you.
0: It's always leading the way. Always, always, always. Such an amazing resource. Yeah. And it's for us, never against us. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a phenomenal, phenomenal thing to integrate and include in your healing and really work with. Yeah, I love that. Love that.
1: Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Erica, for coming on today and shining your beautiful light, your story and and that that wonderful clearing that I know I'm gonna have to re-listen to as well to integrate even more but thank you so much and we close the show out the same way every week how may we as the listeners a huge act of gratitude be of service for you in return today
0: you know what would be wonderful is if everyone today when you're listening to this you just decide that you're going to be kind and gentle and loving towards yourself today that would be a wonderful gift. I would love that. Just make that decision and take an action to be kind, loving and gentle with yourself today.
1: Mm, mm, mm. And of course, because the question my intention of today was, how can I learn to love myself more today? That was my intention for myself, just open ended. So this is just divine alignment all around today with you, Erica. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It was such an honor to have you on today.
0: Thank you. It was such a pleasure to be here. And thanks to everyone for listening and receiving.